0: Played in, there's a flick of the score. Van Damme went flying through, but I think he's pointing at Alessandrini that he was just a decoy. Galaxy with Dos Santos cutting it back. Alessandrini, save, and it's going to go in. Second goal for him. Galaxy are stunning the Red Bulls here by a 2-0 score. Alessandrini starting the play and finishing it. Wonderful little cut back there from Dos Santos. And even though Robles gets his hands to the ball, can't keep it out. Alessandrini picks it up. He went down, penalty. Against Robles. 3-0 Galaxy. Gio De Santos. Calm, cool, collected. Here's Lawrence. Inside and deflects.
1: Oh. Should be loyal. Yeah, uh, the most important tonight, it was... It was a great starting, you know. Uh, the beginning, it was very, very important. We scored two goals, and after that, we defended a lot. But uh, we keep the result tonight. It's bad for us to take this red card at the end of the game. But the most important is to win the night. I try to to give everything at every game. Uh, I'm better on the road. Um, It's nice for me. Oh, we are three games away and I hope I score again. Yeah, the last, last week, uh, in second half, we found a team in, in LA Galaxy, uh, we worked up uh, this week and we, we deserve this review tonight because everybody gives everything every day on training on the game, so we deserve this review tonight and keep going and we have three games away, so keep going. Okay. Thank you.
2: Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and I'm joined always by my best friend, Chris Zero Cool Tucker. How are you doing today, sir? I don't know what's wrong with you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm good, sir. I'm good. I'm, I'm very well. How are you doing?
2: Good, man. What you been up to?
0: Uh, Working out, exercising, uh, running, prepping up, looking for, you know, same as always, looking for improvements in life overall. Um, you know. Doing pretty well. How about yourself? How you doing?
2: Yeah, man. We're in the same boat, dude. I uh, got your girlfriend oh, being my is, trainer. The, yeah. The end of that sentence
0: could have gone a couple different
2: directions. Oh, why? What, what hey, are you well, going to say? Well,
0: hung, you hung for a while on like, I got your
2: girlfriend. Oh, yeah. No, hmm. but uh, Chris's uh, girlfriend has been, uh, she she got a personal trainer mm-hmm. certification. so uh,
0: ISSA personal trainer.
2: So she's been uh, training me and it's been going well. I'm already down, you know, five pounds. Down a, a belt down loop. Down a belt loop. Getting sexy. Yeah, man, it's tough, but you know it's it's hard you know, out here for a pimp. It is hard out for a fat asshole. But like you've been like
0: Ed's been pushing me for working out. Now he's coming down, uh, to Belmont Shore where we're staying, and he's coming down and pushing me to work out and pushing me to go out running, and and uh, it helps me keep it up. You, uh, I would say, our most consistent. Time working out was when we would work out together.
2: Yeah, yeah, I remember we both had like twenty-four hour fitness passes or whatever, and the times uh, that was the time when I would only use it if you were going. Sure. Well, I was
0: gonna say conversely, like our fattest times often are together <laughs> when we're not working out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, as long as we're pushing each other, it should be uh, it should be successful. I'm, I'm digging it.
2: Yeah. Other than that, uh, um, what else, man? I hear you have some uh, some exciting news about the job front. Uh, it's we're getting better. We're getting closer. We we got a couple couple different options out there.
0: Uh, uh, should be starting one up pretty soon, hopefully, but a uh, couple, couple different hooks out, you know, uh, what do you call them? Fishing poles out in the, uh, that's not a saying. That's there's, not a, there's, that's not there's a some popular metaphor saying. that's in there, but I don't know. There's a metaphor about, uh, what do they call them? Uh, something in the, in the pans in the fryer
2: fishing, I don't know, fishing the sea. that's I, about I, women. Is it, is that what it is about? I'm spinning plates.
0: I got plates of spinning. <laughs> They it, nigga. they spinning.
2: They, wow, <laughs> right on. Um, other than that, what's been going on, man? Nothing much. Uh,
0: galaxy kids are doing well. Um, kids are acclimating properly, getting getting inching closer to summer. Um, but, Ooh, all right. Know, well, they're they head back to Oregon in the summer.
2: Oh, hey, yeah, that's yeah. a little a little break for for mom and dad.
0: It's a it's a break for for Eric and I. We, we will miss them. I already miss them if they go away for a weekend, but I'm not oh. gonna miss them in a week and a half. When I go away to San Jose.
2: Yeah, that's right. Mm. So let's get right into it. Some Lars news, right? Lars news. We got. A, I Lars want a news. theme song for Lars news. Lars, Lars, the Lars, Lars news.
0: We, smoke, my. What, was that Footloose? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, you don't like that one? No, I. I, it's I, better. I I did the same thing last week, and you didn't. Was it the Footloose theme? Yeah, for sure was. I want to listen back to it. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, we do have uh, some quick Lars news. For this weekend's game against uh, Minnesota, yeah, uh, we will be having a viewing party at Phantom Carriage in Carson. Uh, so you guys should get down to that. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, it'll start at one thirty, and then uh, final details on like beer specials and food specials, like that's gonna go down. So keep uh, keep an eye out on our social medias and all that when we get like the event out, and uh, come out and you you know me and Chris will probably be there. Minnesota, it's close to us. Hopefully, yeah. Um, hopefully if I'm not a lazy asshole that day and don't want to do anything, uh, <laughs> I'll go out to the viewing party. Um, but yes. Yeah, so keep an eye on our social medias. You'll be getting the details like on, on beer specials and all that stuff.
0: And as always, if you come to a, a viewing party and Ed and I are there, please come up, say hi, you know, come talk some,
2: Oh yeah, most definitely
0: what you like about the podcast, what you don't like, uh, the galaxy, what you'd like us to cover. <laughs> don't what,
2: tell us what we, you don't like. I'm, I'm too fragile. Well, I'm going to, we're going to ignore
0: it, but yeah, you know, yeah. Come voice your, voice your opinion.
2: Of course, you can always voice your opinion. Just I don't know how much. Just we will, understand we don't. How care. much we'll pay attention? Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, and then the second part of Lars' news I wanted to discuss was the San Jose away trip. We have yeah. as September recording. It is Tuesday night at eight thirty.
0: Okay, eight thirty. Well, it's eight. Yeah, it's eight thirty.
2: Eight thirty.
0: We've been working out, so we're tired. Yeah, we lose track of time.
2: Um, we have four. Seats left available on the bus, so that's four seats out of out of fifty that have been are sold already, right? Yeah,
0: it's been it's it's I've seen the list. I've seen the people who are coming. You it's got some be fun. You have you know, for lack of a better phrase, you got some lars heavyweights in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, literally unforgettable. <laughs> the bus axle is gonna have some issues, but uh good time a murderer's row, if you will. Yeah, of uh,
2: it's definitely gonna be fun times, you guys. Once that 50 is hit, that's it. There's, that's there's it. not a second bus that's going to be happening. Yeah. Um, you know, that's it. And like I said, the, so the details of the bus, uh, 55 bucks, uh, you get the trip from the StubHub Center to Avaya. Uh, you get your game day ticket. You also get two drink tickets, uh, at the bar that we're going to be doing the the pregame at mm-hmm. that's provided by the front office. Uh, you also will be, there'll be a keg on the bus. Uh, so that's going to be included into the, the package. Also, you will be getting a limited edition Lars merchandise. Yeah. Chris knows what it is. Um, not many people know what it is Ooh, yet. Secrets. Yeah. So you'll find out the day of the game. It is. These will never be made again. So if you get it, that's it. Like it's that's, that's it.
0: This, You know, I, I will admit if I can if I can slightly off topic. Was there anything else for San Jose way? No, that's it. The thing I really enjoy about your presidency so far, if, if I can name, if I could name one specific thing. Knowing how frustrated you had been previously not naming any administrations including my own uh for merchandise your focus on merchandise and exclusivity i, f- I dig the shit out of it
2: hey man you got, you it's got perfect I, I you know i've been i've been one for years i'm like we gotta just get more stuff
0: more stuff more options uh and then exclusive say hey if, you know if you're going to this then you get this specific piece of merch
2: and no one else is gonna and then get that it. merch is gone away Yeah, exactly uh
0: so if you are if you are a completist if you are a collector as you know i am a completist i <laughs> yeah. want all the lar scars. Uh, I I had the first Lars scarf and I had to sell it and I sold it to Ed, so I'm hoping the day comes that you know
2: he's never getting that back.
0: He's in like a like a horrific car accident where he can't work and he needs twenty five dollars. Then I'll offer him seven bucks for the scarf. <laughs> um,
2: weird look, you know what? All my Lars gear, all that my Galaxy gear is probably going to be named in the will to you. Yeah, I'm I'm so, certain
0: I would get your your Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, give yeah, it yeah. a good home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll bury you in the O five away. And oh, yes.
2: That's that's my favorite jersey. I know the rules.
0: Yeah. I'll b- bury me in my 09 away with the Herbalife stripped off. All right. But I'll bury you in your 05 away, and I'll, I'll keep everything else and give it to your your son, I'm sure. I hope.
2: <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But I, I, I really I like the merchandise. Who knows that these swimmers are working?
0: <laughs> Tight pants, man. <laughs> but I, I like the the focus on merchandise and the focus on the exclusivity of the merchandise. I dig it.
2: Yeah, man. And, and you know, if you guys are a fan of the Lars merch, we will be coming out with more stuff uh, after... The San Jose trip, we got a lot of things planned, so we're keeping an eye out on the socials and all that stuff, and yeah. we'll talk about it here. So honestly, hear about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. All right, Chris, let's go into the New York game, which apparently, apparently, L.A. owns New York.
0: Balling. Oh, that's the greatest sentence I've ever. L.A. Heard.
2: owns New York. I fucking hate New York City, and that's the title. Right there. I hate
0: New York City. It's the worst. I've been. It's miserable. Like everyone's so close to you, and it's it's, it's hot in the summer and it's freezing balls in the winter. PO. It's disgusting. The people are are terrible. It's I, I'm never going back. It's gross. I've seen the Statue of Liberty. I saw the World Trade Center. I saw Yankee Stadium. I saw all the things I needed to see. And I'm good. I never, I never, ever, ever need to go back, (laughs) unless it's for three points. Really quick, we we should note we're not at our normal place with producer Ben today. We are. well, we're at my house, really. Yeah. <laughs> with a uh, uh, producer Josh who producer is Josh helping again. us and setting us up today, so it still sounds better than we would have normally done. Um, but we're not in in our usual studio with our drops and yeah. And Chris, that.
2: you're not in your closet, and I'm not telling my dogs to shut the hell up and not bark. And I'm sober. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No. Wow. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a fun episode. Yeah,
0: I'm sober and and on uh, bubbly water.
2: Oh yeah. So we're drunk on bubbly water. Yeah.
0: Bubbly water and and.
2: Exercise <laughs> Alright Chris Let me uh, You know Let me hear what you thought About the game
0: We looked I mean The, the number one thing To not bury the lead I guess uh, If you will Jermaine Jones uh, Being absent From the lineup uh, And still running A 4-3-3 uh, Without Jones So it, it seems For sure At this point More like we're playing The 4-3-3 To accommodate Gio Necessarily Than accommodate Jones Right and it worked. Yeah, I mean, it, it. we tore New York to pieces. Granted, New York isn't looking great. Um, they're. I think they. This is their third loss in a row. Third loss in a row. Um, but we won a game on the East Coast for the first time since I think it's August of 2013. Yeah, it's been about five years. New York, as we mentioned in the last show, New York has won. I think it was 16 of their last 19 home games, uh, and we. It didn't look close. Decimated, uh, Alessandrini with his two goals within. A minute. A, f- a minute. Was it a minute? It was literally a minute. Jeez. Um, and yellow trying to get yellow trying to get his like cute little ballerina flick on, <laughs> and and totally missing it.
2: Yeah. So the, officially, he scored in an eighth and ninth minute. Eighth and ninth minute. Yeah. <sighs> I <sighs> mean, and I'll, dude, Romaine looked. Romaine just... was beasty.
0: Well, I'm so it's funny. I'm watching it and I'm thinking like, oh, everyone's getting ready to hear Ed blowing Romaine, Alessandrini and and Yella again because Yellow had a good game. Yella had Yellow had, a good had, a, game. had a MVP caliber game. Uh he seemed like this he was, was kind of back in. This was
2: 2016 Yella. Yes. Oh yeah. This was that yeah. this
0: was the it was the performance one that you've been waiting for since like week 3. Yeah, week 2 or 3. Uh uh it's the it's that level of performance and it was the performance that led you to wonder why he didn't win MVP last year. Uh that was the type of performance he had and he it's I'm you have to give credit to Kurt. It seems like it worked. Um it also seems like maybe Jermaine Jones is the problem. Well it's uh, early. It's too I think it's too early to, to start letting everyone else off.
2: Yeah. Is it is it just that Jermaine Jones is not in the lineup or is it that Jermaine Jones and Yellow Ben can't play together?
0: Um either one. I mean they they both accomplish, they both reach you to the same point. If Jermaine
2: Jones here Would you yeah, would you get the same result? if it was not Van Dam starting and Jermaine Jones in the midfield.
0: No, because Jao Pedro looked like a competent player. And if there's, if there's anything to note how poor Jermaine Jones has been, or at least the effect he's had on the rest of the team, it's seeing how much better of a player Jao Pedro has been in a game and a half. Like inside of 90 minutes, we scored six goals without uh, Jermaine Jones on the field. Right. Like that's, that is the stat you need for a team that's struggling to score goals. I mean, it's, it's, Husidic looked good. Uh, Jao Pedro looked good. Gio looked better. Um, I'm still not willing to you know write him a blank check, but Gio looks better. Emma looked good. I don't know why he has to be subbed off first every single game. Every every single game. It's got to be in his contract. Uh, Alessandrini was back on. I mean, was back was on back on fire. Um, Diallo's an idiot. Uh, uh, Steris playing strong, playing out of his mind. Like, Daniel Steris has no right playing that well. Daniel Steris playing well. Von Damme playing well. Cole playing well. Uh, uh, you know, Rowe was okay. Um, but the vast majority of the team playing significantly better without Jermaine Jones.
2: So, I mean, and, you know, it's a small sample size, but we're definitely going to get another three games of this. So, I mean, it'll, it'll... Minimum. Yeah. At his age, minimum. I mean, and that's... that's They're selling it, you know, short and saying... That's,
0: that's you believing the galaxy. Yeah. That's you believing, Which, you know, you know, the person. That's you, you believing them.
2: Believing a the team that, you know, said that Rogers, you know, the whole Rogers stuff, the, you know, AJ, the you same know, being team, traded yeah. away. The so same team, the that,
0: same team, that, that, team said that said that they didn't lie to AJ, but yeah, exactly. they said they said Jones is looking two to four weeks, or what was it three to four weeks? No, sorry.
2: Three, yeah, four to. I thought it was like four to six
0: for like a thirty-five-year-old midfielder who's who's
2: re-injured the same knee,
0: re-injured the same knee, and and plays a box-to-box style and has a lot of mileage on the knees and is an international um, who who's obviously played all the international games. Uh, it seems unlikely it's going to be three to four. I'm not sold on letting everyone else off the hook for the run we've had so far. But just looking at New York, looking at a, a game versus a team we should have lost against away on the East Coast, like something Bruce Arena hasn't been able to do in the last year. I'm not necessarily looking forward to Jermaine Jones coming back.
2: And let's, let's be clear, this is probably the toughest of the four games. What is it?
0: Uh, new York, Minnesota, San Jose, United. Yeah. yeah. this is, New York was the toughest.
2: New the York is gonna, was the toughest game. Well, well I that, mean, San, San Jose is was going to be a tough game. Yeah. Just it's always the rivalry stuff. You know, well, you that's get, the thing. The but,
0: we've, we've had a lot of turnover. alessandrini's new. He's, I mean, he's still the guy. Uh, he's, as far as our goals are concerned, our attacking is concerned. alessandrini's Drini's new. I'm not sure Gio. I mean, I, I assume he's going to get up for it.
2: Uh, he's been he's been there for a San Jose game. He'll know,
0: right? But my issue is whether he's going to get up for it. But here's the thing: is he's going to he... yell yellow of Van Damme, I feel would. Oh, he eat, knows for sure. He's yeah, Chris he's Wondolowski. Like,
2: yeah, he's do his faces.
0: But I'm I'm not sure. You know, how much is Nathan Smith really going to understand? How much is Bradley Diallo really going to understand?
2: Here's the thing, though. I think you know, going into it, you know, it's like you know, it's a it's a rivalry match. It's a, it's a derby yeah. whatever, for you English fucks. <laughs> um six hours away yeah it's a cali but classico you've seen players in the past who were like new to the team fresh new, and they've gotten into it well that's the it, other it's because th- it, these games are always chippy
0: this is this is the and we're skipping clear over yeah Minnesota, but
2: here
0: here is the the thing for me anyway when it comes to these san jose away type type games and the the added atmosphere and you know obviously we are san jose's world cup final like they this we are their season this yes, is it exactly um and I know I bust the guy's balls a lot and I make a lot of jokes about it, but Geo shows up in that game. That's how you turn around a fan base that doesn't believe in you or questions your dedication or questions your heart. If you show up in that game and you actually drop a hat trick, you actually drop two on them or you're instrumental in three, four or five assists. Or, you know, you're you get tackled poorly and you're you're in the defender's face and you show in that game that you can pull that team through, that you can put the team on your back and make it happen. That's, I mean, I'm going away to San Jose with you. Uh, Gio comes in and rocks that and rocks that shit. Like that's how you
2: turn me around. Right. Yeah. No, I, I feel you, dude. Same way. Um, were you expecting a win in this game? Like absolutely, absolutely not. not. Right. Bullsh- any person there.
0: Any person that tells you they expected us to go into New York and come back out with three points, certainly in that fashion, is lying to you. That is, a, or they work for the Galaxy. Um, well, I'm sure Alpha
2: was like, "See, I told you guys."
0: Yeah. Oh well. With good reason.
2: I told you last week this is the team we're going to see going forward. Hey, man.
0: It, and it, perhaps that that was more uh, directed at Jermaine Jones than anything else. But uh, maybe. Uh, I I I loved. I really enjoyed beating New York and or Jersey in this case. Um, I enjoyed every single second of that.
2: Every single second. Yeah.
0: It was it was a good win. And that, and as you and I were talking about earlier, going to New York and and stomp them. Going to Minnesota, don't even have to stomp them. One nothing, two nothing, two one, whatever. Suddenly, you're four games unbeaten going into San Jose for a game you know is going to be their their Super Bowl, their World Cup final. Take points out of San Jose, you got a run going, you got you got some enthusiasm building back. But beating New York away is the type of stuff this team the it's what we should be aspiring towards. Exactly, Uh, drawing to Chicago, drawing to uh, uh, a scoreless draw to Philly is not what this organization should be striving towards. Walking into New York City. And stopping those fools, that's what we're supposed to be doing.
2: You know what's funny? So this is now our third win of the season? Yeah. Um, we have more away wins than we do home wins.
0: What's fascinating is we still don't have a win eleven or seven. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> like the view and it's and I'm not even complaining.
2: So, yeah, so Chris is talking about uh Diallo getting his second yellow card for dumb, dumb tackle. Yeah. This is stupid. And I mean I guess this is this is what you get for Diallo who's Uber aggressive, like that's that's his downfall. Which is what it was. I mean, it's it's a it's a plus and downfall for him.
0: Hold on, I'm gonna take a selfie for Danny really quick. I don't know why we stopped talking. Oh, <laughs> I know, right?
2: Because, anyways, um, so you'll probably see Smith back in the starting lineup unless they decide to do like a Romney right back situation. No, Dave
0: Romney. Contrary to what the front office says, Dave Romney never plays right back. No, apparently not. He's he's good enough to be. A starting left back, starting center back and a starting right back. He's played at left wing more often than he's played at right back. So, I'm assuming it's Smith if if he's not hurt. I mean, I I, I have no clue where that kid is.
2: Yeah, um, I'm I'm assuming it's going to be Nathan Smith starting as a right back.
0: You could do if he's not hurt and and Ed's going to check really quick while I talk incessantly, but uh if he's not hurt, I guess you play Smith. Uh might be Garcia, might be uh Husidic. But you can't play Husidic because you need Jones is out. So it would have to be Husidic and and uh Jao Pedro in the middle.
2: You might you might see because I I'm looking at the roster again, and Smith wasn't even in the eighteen. The so you'll probably what you're probably gonna see is you're probably gonna get uh uh a Rafa Garcia as a right back again.
0: Against Minnesota? Oof. Yeah. That could be rough. But it's Diallo didn't have the best game and the rest of the team was able to do it. And so look that 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 right side for us is going to be targeted all season. We don't have at least so far there are some rumors out there uh, about us.
2: Them rumors baby. Yeah. every day. Oh. Okay, Need no some time,
0: time. Some time to get away from from all these Anyways. rumors. Can't take it no more. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh what were we talking about? Something about rumors. Oh, there's some there's some talk that we might be looking into a right back. I wouldn't be at any point in the next, I'd say prior to San Jose, I wouldn't be surprised if we, we pick somebody up, um, to cover that spot because I would hope I don't have a whole, a ton of, of, of hope for the front office. When does the window open? Uh, what was, we just had the roster freeze, didn't we? Yeah. Um, I don't, I feel like it's, I thought it was May 15th. Is that wrong? It's gotta be wrong. I don't know. I, unless you want to talk and give me some time to look it up. I Not really. That. Um, we need to pick up a right back. We'll probably pick up someone soon. Uh, I would hope prior to San Jose, um, because so are you
2: you're talking about in league? We're gonna we're gonna get somebody.
0: Yeah, I mean, my understanding of of Robbie Rogers Robbie Rogers is Robbie Rogers.
2: You got it. You got it.
0: My understanding of his uh, season ending <laughs> injury uh, list. My understanding of the way the mechanism works is you have to use that space and you have to use that roster spot. You can't just put him on the shelf and have him sit and let that be it. Um, we have to replace him with someone if I understand it properly, which means we we got to go get somebody. I would I don't know I don't believe we necessarily have to go get direct replacement for him. So I don't think it's it's mandated by the rules that we get a right back. Um, but I, I have to pray even for the level of incompetence that is Pete Vis and I'm just gonna call him a patsy. I don't know if he's incompetent necessarily, but it, it, Chris Klein as a leader would say, well, if we need to go out and get somebody, Uh, It absolutely has to be a right back. The Nathan Smith experiment has slowed drastically. Uh, Bradley Diallo is not ready. That's clear. Uh, Diallo and Smith are playing right back because Rafa Garcia is obviously not working in the way they they thought it would. And obviously they were derelict of duty by uh, trading A.J. De La Garza, knowing Robbie Rogers might not come back. Um, So we need some cover in that position to, to kind of figure that out.
2: Right on. All right, so let's uh, let's leave away from New York and let's talk our next uh, away game.
0: Really quick, officially, uh, according to MLS's injury table that I, I just looked up, it was updated yesterday. Um, Nathan Smith is not listed as injured. So I don't know what happened, uh, but I know he's he's gone. Maybe we'll try to figure it out.
2: We'll never hear anything because, you know, the Galaxy doesn't release side information. Hashtag transparency. Uh, so our next game is going to be Sunday the 21st against Minnesota. It's going to be 2 p.m. Uh, again, if you guys are in the area want to come down We will be having our viewing party At Phantom Carriage uh, To start around 1.30 uh, Come down, have a drink with us And So We try to get Another win on the road This one is probably Out of all the four games Quote unquote the easiest
0: uh, On paper, yeah Looks like it should be um, It's winnable uh, I, I I have renewed hope uh, with Jones out, uh, it's, I'm worried that, I mean, I'm not worried, but it, it sucks that the only way he could get benched, despite consistent poor play was through uh, a pretty bad injury, um, an injury. Everyone who supports this team should, should have seen coming, um,
2: or anyone with hindsight or you anyone know, like, Oh, he's a 35 year old coming off a really major injury. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's,
0: it, it, Anyone could have seen it coming. It was the big warning sign for the offseason of Jones and his age and his injury and somehow we gave him a raise, um, because we're smart businessmen. Um uh, but him being gone and seeing the way we played against New York, I'm not I'm not all in. I'm not uh I'm not willing to, to wash away everything that happened before, but I'm cautiously optimistic for a Minnesota away. get a draw. I'll say a draw. We could we could win it. Um, I, I the part that makes it difficult for me to think we would win the game is giossi is still without a goal since August of last year when he got hurt. Gio remains out uh, without a goal from the run of play.
2: Hey, two for two for two, man. Two in two weeks.
0: What a corner and a penalty.
2: Hey, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not throwing shade. I'm throwing zero
0: shade <laughs> here. All I'm saying is. Hey, he's on a hot streak, baby. He's on a hot streak. He is on a G— I mean, look. He got, he's, he's two in two weeks. Uh, I like the corner goal last week. No complaints from me. Uh, there is no way in the world he should have taken that penalty instead of Alessandrini. I uh, know he should have got, uh, he
2: should have given him that trick, but come on, you got to give it to Gio just to boost his confidence a little bit.
0: I, w- I would say you give it to Gio to pad his numbers so that when he's gone, you can say he was a successful designated player
2: or you give him the penalty so he can boost his confidence, because you know it's probably in the fucking dumps right now.
0: Yeah, no, I I love the concept of paying four million dollars for someone who I've got a pat on the back. Of
2: <laughs> I love it's hey, a genius decision. Look, they're footballers, man. They're not fucking you know.
0: But he is the definition of a of a uh, look. Two and two. Two and um, two. Two and two. Uh, what was that? Chuck Chuck Chuck, Chuck, Will- Chuck, Will- Chuck Will- Will-
2: from Blood Connection. Yes. Uh, uh, wow,
0: what a what a pull. Uh. And Ed is doing the two and two move right now. Um, He got two goals, two goals in two games. I would love to see a, a goal from the run of play. We're ten games in, and our our go to designated player hasn't scored a goal from the run of play. You
2: mean all of our strikers haven't? All of our
0: strikers have. Yeah, you're right. McBean doesn't have a goal. McInerney doesn't have a goal. uh Lassiter is is dead M-I- or gone yeah, or yeah, somewhere know, he's, he's gone he's somewhere kidnapped by ISIS. Um, or he's on Galaxy Two, which is what's actually happening. Um, uh, Vireal is has entirely disappeared from the planet, seemingly. Um, you know, Geo doesn't have a goal from the run of play in ten games. Something, I mean, it's it's going to eventually, and I know I'm getting off topic. I apologize, but it's going to eventually start lending itself or lending um, uh, credibility to the inevitable Wayne Rooney to the Galaxy rumors because we're not scoring. Look, I'm not saying we should sign him. I'm saying we're not scoring goals. Our forwards are not scoring goals and at a minimum not from the run of play. Jossy makes some of the weirdest shooting decisions. So much so that you can tell he's he's forcing it because he knows he needs to score. He knows it's important that he scores. And so he's taking like the weirdest shots where he'll get the ball and he'll be covered by two men or have a guy between him and the goal and then still take the shot just because he's, he's trying to get it off.
2: All right, let's bring him back to Minnesota a little bit. Cause we're kind of getting off topic a little bit. Is that what you were talking about? Yes, I was. <laughs> How the hell did we get there? Uh, you ramble. Ramble. I was born a rambling man. So Minnesota sits currently under us on the table. Uh, we are tied with points with 11 each. Uh, they do have, we have, or they have, we have a game in hand. Yes, we have a game in, we have hand. A game in hand on them. Um, and so Minnesota are three, six and two. We are three, five and two. So that's why we're tied with them on points.
0: That's the formation we should be playing. <laughs> right. Three, five, two.
2: Yeah. We have the defenders for that. Get we some Conte. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so let's, let's hear predictions then.
0: Uh, pff. until, the, until the forwards start scoring from the run of play one, one, Alison Drini and, uh, on their team. Yeah, who gives a shit? But Alessandrini for us.
2: I'm calling
0: He scored half of our goals. Yeah, I know. And he's involved in I I think all 10 of
2: them. Yeah, cuz he's he has like three or four assists. Yeah.
0: Well, he can't be all 10 of them cuz Romney drew the PK that Gio got. Yes, yeah, I think least he has three or... a, he's involved in all of the goals from the run of play.
2: Yeah, he has at least three or four. Goals? No, assists. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know we we're professional. We should have been looking these stats up or whatever. Look, you don't know where this conversations are going to go. Anyways, what do you got? Uh, I'm calling two one. I'm calling a goal from two the, one. Who for us? Okay. I'm calling a win. I'm calling a win. So that means we we'll probably lose.
0: God, I said if a Dave Thomas founder or Wendy's there, uh, scared me a little bit.
2: And uh, so I'm gonna call the same goal scores from last week. I'm calling Alessandrini, and I'm gonna go give Gio another PK.
0: Gio PK and Alessandrini run a play. Yes. If Gio gets another PK, MLS supporters are gonna riot. He, would he be at three?
2: That'd be three PKs. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, it get, it continues my narrative of his hey, inability you only, to score. You, you
2: give him, and he'll put him down. Yeah. Put him away. That's all you ask for, right?
0: No, that's not all I ask for. Well, I'm, I'll take it, but it's not all I'm, ass- I'm play, asking. We, I'm asking for him to score. I'm asking for him to score from the run of play, and I'm asking for him to drop a hat trick on Chris <laughs> Wondolowski's head. Uh, away to San Jose. Right. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> but speaking of Gio, uh he got called up really quick. He got called up to the preliminary Confederation's Cup team for Mexico. Yeah. Which doesn't mean he's made the 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 group. Doesn't no. mean he's going to the Confed Cup. No, no, but no. at a minimum it means that he's uh he's being looked at. And he's he's in the team and now it's it's up to him. I I hope and I saw this this went on earlier today. My my general my genuine hope is he got called up, and he knows he's at least back in the conversation.
2: So that'll give him a little more confidence, a little and more it, boost. And
0: he goes out and fucking destroys San Jose. That's what I'm hoping happens.
2: Ed's going through his notes really quick. I am going through my notes. God damn it, why don't you vent, do, Chris? Do, you see me do, do that. Why don't you talk, Because it's,
0: it's funnier this way. Just take two and two.
2: All right, so uh, let's move on. Um, let's talk about the some G2 talk. Because uh, you know, L.A. owns New York. That's yeah. oh. the, that's the theme of this weekend. Is that L.A. owns New York? Hashtag L.A. owns New York. Because in the span of four hours, mm-hmm. both Six the first team and the second team beat the New York teams.
0: Both teams, uh, what? Both teams breaking winless streaks. Yes, all on New York's backside. Uh, beautiful. Not the best game from us. Really, really wasn't.
2: Well, the team, the, the team still looks. Not not very good. It's
0: not it's not looking great, but
2: you know. Well, just, you, you give up a, so you give up a third minute goal, mm-hmm. and then uh, you get a 49th minute PK, and then our boy, my boy, our boy, oh, that sounded gross. Justin Dillon, hot fire, with the game winning goal in the 72 minute.
0: Fuego caliente. Because
2: you know the the top five greatest strikers of all time, right? Dillon, Justin, Justin Dillon, Dillon, Justin Dillon, Justin Dillon, Justin Dillon, Dillon, and Justin Dillon because he spits hot fire. fire. That is uh, our boy, dude. Keep yeah. an eye on that guy. Um, big things. He's just coming back from an injury, so it's good to see him scoring again. Um, You saw the game, right? Yeah. So what do you think of it?
0: Um, Again, not great. Uh, it's what I really liked the fact that New York, obviously we played the Red Bulls, and I'm trying to work on not saying obviously too much, but we played the Red Bulls in Red Bull Arena, um, and then this, shortly after that game was done, the G2 game against uh, Red Bulls 2 was also at the the big stadium. Um, although I don't know if they have a side stadium like we do, um, empty. It was a shame that those people didn't hang around, but I guess it was Mother's Day, so it makes sense. Um, Justin Dillon remains the truth, man. The kid, the kids, just the kids got it. Coming, working his way back from injury as well, uh, and netting a game winner. Uh, he scored his first goal. Eric Lopez uh, debuted for um, who I think is a Mexican youth international. I will look that up. Um, he debuted, uh, between the sticks and, uh, didn't keep a clean sheet because they scored the game in the third or the goal in the third minute. But I thought he was strong, had a couple goal line clearances, you know, the fingertip save off the, uh, just over the crossbar. Um, a lot of, a lot of strong games. I, I I'm eager for when Justin Dillon and Ethan Zubak are healthy at the same time. And hopefully those two can get some chemistry because I would love to see, I don't think both of them should be on the first team. And I know the plan for G2 is to just develop players in the USL and and move them seemingly all up to the first team. But I would like to see those two competing for what was basically that Lassiter spot, Um, especially if, if Lassiter can't make it happen regularly. And both those guys, these are two kids that seem like they've got some years in the USL in them. Um,
2: and they got they got quite a bit of uh of a uh, height advantage over Lassiter. Justin Dillon is so fucking
0: big, but the you know the, give these kids two more years, maybe three more years in the USL, and that gives you some time to figure out either what you're doing with Lassiter, officially getting rid of Villarreal, Obviously, if, if McBean hasn't uh figured out his position in three years, maybe it's time to move those kids up. Um, but those are two kids that. I think have really promising careers, hopefully here. Um, And when they, if they can get some real game time together and, and build this chemistry, you might be able to get Ethan Zubak and Justin Dillon being 2017 or maybe 2018's Jack McBean and Ariel Lasseter or Jack McBean and Jose Villarreal.
2: I can definitely see those guys both coming up. I mean, they, they seem to have the, the the skills that can definitely push them to become first seamers. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping that, uh, Mike Munoz does definitely develops these guys into becoming first-teamers because I do like those guys. I think uh, Ethan Zubak and Justin Dillon, I think they have a chance to, to make it someday.
0: I hope so. And we got another kid down in G2 that we've talked about, Zico Bailey, um, who I don't believe was at the New York game. Um, but Zico Bailey's another... He's small, little undersized, but has the talent, has the ability. It's just a matter of whether they can shape it and form it to, to the type of player they need for our first team. And that's the importance that's going to come on, you know, Coach Munoz and and the rest of his staff.
2: Right. So the next game that G two play are going to be away to Rio Grande Valley FC, which is the Houston Dynamo affiliate. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I had no clue. So the the, the game's on Saturday, May the twentieth at five thirty. You guys can catch that on YouTube. Uh, I highly recommend you guys watching it because uh, Rio Grande Valley is definitely a good team. They're fifth in the West on twelve points. They have a record of three four and uh, nothing. No ties. G2 are 12th in the West with seven points, two wins, five losses, one draw. So it's going to be a really tough game, and I I hope uh, the G2s can uh, kind of build on this momentum of a win. Yeah, a
0: win against – and not just a win, a win against the regular season champs in USL last year. Because New York won that, and New York won their playoffs. Yeah. So it's—I mean, it is well.
2: And the G two haven't won a game since their season opener. So,
0: see, I, I, use it as, do what the first team is gonna is hopefully going to do, and use it as a End as a launchpad. Yeah. I, if I if I'm running that organization, if I'm the general manager, um, or if I'm even Curtin Ofo, I'm lump. I like that the whole team flew together. The whole team flew back. Um, I would keep them to get more together as a unit. Maybe the first training you do back. I know they all. F- I think well. I know the front office flew back today, um, maybe the first team flew back yesterday. But uh, I would keep them together. First practice, do a full practice. Do it with the first team and the second team. Keep that energy going. As hey, as we win, you guys win. Los Angeles just went in and stomped, you know, the hell out of New York. Um, keep everyone. I would keep everyone together and, and try to keep the energy going.
2: Can I, do a quick, I could, can I do a quick? I could, please. Can do a quick like rant about the travel schedule that they have? Absolutely. Why would you travel from L.A. to New York, come back to L.A., go back to the East Coast for the game against Minnesota?
0: Um, cause who the fuck wants to be in Minnesota for like a week?
2: You could stay in New York for the couple days and who then the go fuck to Minnesota. Wants to be in
0: New York. For a Minnesota's
2: week? from New York to Minnesota is a fucking hell of a shorter trip than from L.A. to Minnesota.
0: Look, I left Los Angeles for a year and a half, and I almost died. Well, okay. You, know, you you want to get back here where it's safe. It just seems dumb.
2: It just uh, it, you, you seem like you're getting the guys, you know, jet lag, and they got to recover, and then come back on West Coast time, then go back to the East Coast and have East Coast time again. It's like just weird. Right. Fuck it. I just I just it's, you know it's, rant. Just, and and I well,
0: it. I think part of it is is MLS having a little more money now. There was a report. There's a hundred million dollars in that MLS has saved, which is no, crazy. that was U.S. soccer. Is that U.S. soccer? Is U.S. soccer? I, but I, I think it's it's. The money that you know, we have a little more money now, so you can. I guess you can fly them around a little more. I know early days, but it's still
2: fucking coaches. Not like yeah. you're driving. Early like days, you're flying
0: first class. Early days, MLS would would schedule it a little closer together so that you could hit one and then hit the next and hit the next.
2: Early days, you had to like ride your bus to, yeah. to New York and well, Minnesota.
0: Right, and if you're RSL, you still have to do that. So yeah, exactly. I don't know.
2: All right, so um, we want to get some to some quick uh some quick endings before we uh close it out. I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, me neither. I don't know why I said. Don't that. Don't know what that sentence means. Yeah, me neither. Uh, so I want to talk quick because we didn't really talk about it. Uh, the Robbie Rogers injury update. Oh yeah. yeah. So I want to get to this. So, I mean, real quick. I mean, you guys already know we talked about it two months ago.
0: So it's uh, well, we not talked a about it at the beginning of the year. Yeah, last year. But I mean,
2: before the season even started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it is official. Robbie Rogers is on the injury season engine season ending injury list. There you go. Which what what does that mean, Chris?
0: uh means he's injured for the season oh okay thank yeah. you um well it, it it means we get we recover his roster spot we recover his salary cap uh space uh he is not gone from the team he's not gone from the organization um again everything we've heard from any outlet is that he has very little int- intention on coming back
2: yeah uh, a guy if a guy was intending to come back and play you wouldn't have him taking all the uh, signs of you know from his social media saying that he actually is part of this organization.
0: Right. It, it this here. This is what I know. Uh, the last home game, Sebastian Legette was there taking pictures. Sebastian Legette was at training last week. Um, I know people who was were,
2: he at training or was he, was he just at training like at training or was like getting fitness shit done. I don't.
0: He was just he was
2: just physically at training like he can't.
0: Yeah. No, but he's. He's active in the organization, he's still, he's even like, though he's on the shelf for months.
2: He's coming out, hanging out with the team. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, And when yeah. He,
0: and he, so he showed up at training and put on the training gear. Like Ed, Ed's sitting next to me and he's wearing uh, a Galaxy training top, this silver, which is my favorite color, by the way. Um, he's wearing the silver Galaxy training top. Sebastian Legette showed up in training gear with his foot in a boot. Like he can't walk. It's on the little like skating thing. He's still showing up. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw Robbie Rogers at that stadium. Ooh, I, I mean, nobody I have no can idea. tell. No I don't he's, think anyone can tell. You. He yeah, he doesn't appear. And I look. I I could be wrong, but he doesn't appear to be involved in the organization in any way. I know executives who work there. I know players who work there. I know security guards who work there. No one has seen that guy. For all I know, he's he's at home rehabbing. But again, through our weird mushroom-hazed Coachella story, he's got other priorities. So still wish him the best. Uh, I got my cast space back, so not all that bothered.
2: And so, I guess the, where we, we you know we heard recently was that um, we actually have to use that roster spot. It has to get used. It yeah. has to be. That's used. That's my understanding. I,
0: again, we could be wrong. So
2: it's not like you can just recoup the money and then not use any of it. Right.
0: You can't put a, You can't put it in a situation where the galaxy or MLS are on the hook for paying for this guy, and then you get the money back. You get the cap space back, and you just choose not to use it. I assume it's one of those those rules to keep uh, teams like. New England in MLS 1.0 or even 2.0, uh, who would find a, you know, they would do their best to find ways to not have to really spend money. Um, we, we are in a position where we have to go again, my understanding, we have to go out and, and use that money in some way. So hopefully cross fingers it's for a capable right back since it doesn't appear Robbie Rogers, uh, will be coming back. And yes, the joke has already been made. So please, you're not clever. Uh, we can't somehow use that cap space to get AJ De La Garza back.
2: Yeah, don't don't It every, would be nice, but yeah. I don't
0: want to hear that a thousand times.
2: Don't yeah, don't even try to get your hopes up on that cuz that's not happening. Yeah, at he's happy at all. Houston. They're
0: treating him uh significantly better than we did. Like a pro? So. Like a professional? Like a professional like an athlete like, you know, uh someone who's not a bit part player on their team.
2: Yeah, exactly. So. All right, so um going from that, we want to uh, kind of jump on the horse from last week and talk about away stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't come up with one. Sorry.
0: <laughs> you got to go first.
2: All right. Um, so I want to go back to Seattle 09 when we were out drinking for like 12 hours. Um, it's a really quick story. Yeah, it was like, which day? Yeah, it was a really quick story. It was before everyone got in. It was that night where it was the four of us just drinking the whole day. Okay. Um, and then I just want to quickly... Oh, this it's a, this, it's, uh, this
0: really could go in like three different directions. And I'm, it's the difference between whether... Rigney wants to be to bed, Andrew wants to be to bed, or Denise wants to be to bed.
2: No. So <laughs> um, it's really quick too. So we were driving back to our house that we were staying at. Okay. And this is probably one of the favorite stories you like to tell, where we were driving down the street and we see people passing by, <laughs> um, like a couple, it was like three, four couples.
0: Yeah. It's a couple, a couple of couples.
2: And then I rolled down the window and I go, hey, ladies. Y'all need to leave them dudes. It, 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 do you mind?
0: No. The only problem with that telling of the story is it really plays down the level, first off, the the drunken ambition that Ed had. Um of when when he rolls a window down and he yells, <clears throat> and I'm gonna do my, my best Ed Rodriguez
2: here. <clears throat> he get, goes, You gotta get more high pitch in your voice here.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do my best Teddy Pendergrass doing Ed Rodriguez. Um, which sounds sexier than I intended. Ed rolls down the window, sticks his head out and goes, Ayo, ladies.
2: Ayo, ladies. Y'all need to lead them dudes. <laughs> Dim dudes. And this is just the level of drunkenness on an away <laughs> trip. It's just stunning. Stunning.
0: Yeah, that was, that was a rough, that was a rough drinking and, night.
2: And if you remember from, uh, from last week's episode, that was before the whole fire extinguisher that just, uh, episode that happened.
0: That just reminded me. So... 30 seconds prior to this. This is, we're making a turn when Ed's telling this story, he's we're turning uh, to get onto the freeway and uh, making a left-hand turn. And Ed sees these these people crossing and he, he leans out and yells, y'all need to lead him dudes. 30, 45 seconds prior to that, we're stopped at a red light and Andrew rolls the window down and says, and asks this guy, he says, Hey, do you know which way to go East on the freeway? And the guy goes, yeah, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, and- drunk- Andrew is pissed and drunk. And he goes, blah, blah, blah. The fuck does that mean? Blah, blah, blah. Just answer it. And then, you know, Rigney drives off to keep him, presumably, from getting out of the car and fighting the guy.
2: The dude literally said, blah, blah, blah. blah Not blah, like Chris is going, oh, he can't remember the details. No. The dude literally said, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, at least that's as, that's as best I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I assume that was, uh, you know how that that interaction went. Um, I told the Vlad story, right? Yeah, you did. Ooh, god.
2: <laughs> I told Vla- but, I
0: told Koval Super Eight. 8- so
2: the reason why I bring up this story is that it's and you'll hear a lot of these stories. It's not about the game. No. And we, I, I want to reiterate that from like our what we said last week. You have all these stories that you kind of come back with because of your being with your friends I got and one. you're being with people who you like. You know, you're chilling with, and this is kind of like. You want to think of it as a mini vacation kind of going away. Well, the
0: thing you and I have have frequently said for years is away days is the thing that takes you from being a fan to a supporter. Um, It really changes your outlook on. The galaxy from I mean, look, you step into Stanford and Stanford's got 50,000 people and they're all angry at you. It sucks, you know, but it's a great feeling when you walk in and it's a better feeling if you take three points and then try to walk out, and you're hearing, you know, you're getting shit talked from the moment you leave your seat until you get into into the bus or until you get into your car. Um, and for the most part, you know, it's a it's a safe environment as long as you're not being a knucklehead. Uh, but you know, it's it is that 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 separation when you're when you are singing for the galaxy or you're standing or you're applauding, and you know every person that's hearing that is diametrically opposed. To your existence and survival, no different than you than than how you feel about you know the SoCal sound every time Seattle comes to LA. Um, it's it's that exact same level of animosity, um, which you know I've always enjoyed. Um, Definitely. But uh, so the 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 away trip I was thinking about was oh, did I lose it that fast? Oh, Lou Ferrigno.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: So it's what year would you say that is ballpark?
2: Uh, that had to been, ooh, probably 2012. Yeah, 12, 11, one of those years.
0: It would have had to have been 12. I think it would have been, it, I would have remembered if it was 11, okay. I think.
2: So, to, yeah, whatever, 2012.
0: So, we're, uh, I didn't get to get on the bus for that trip. That was the, Mar- uh, ooh, almost said his, well I'll call him Marcus. That was the Marcus story from, uh, w- there was a guy named Marcus who worked in the front office who dropped a, sizable deucer uh, in uh, a different the, bus.
2: The, yeah, this is, yeah.
0: Um,
2: By the way, no, don't drop deuces on bus. Don't drop on buses. deuces on the bus. It's basic. That's, yeah, that's
0: rule number one. It's it's absolute, you know, get, get shit-faced. We'll take care of you. Don't, don't drop a deuce on the bus. Wait till we pull over for gas. Wait till we pull over for food. You know, drop a, drink coffee and laxatives before you get on the bus and square all your business out. Uh, but we, you know, we don't need any of that on the bus, but... So we're we're at we're in uh, San Jose, and you know it doesn't go according to plan. We lose, and Ed is sitting on the back of a truck. Um, and if you if you know Ed, he's five foot three, five foot four, sir, five foot four. And he's growing, uh, I'm a big, five foot I'm a four, big boy. and he's he's sitting on the back of uh, a pickup truck, like the the truck bed. His feet are dangling, as you would imagine, as you would imagine, of course. And this this gigantic. Um, This gigantic San Jose fan, like a big dude, big muscular, six foot four, maybe six foot five. Would you say?
2: Yeah. I mean, he wasn't muscular. He was like, you know, tall, but he was muscular. Whatever. He wasn't
0: like, I don't want to judge this guy's body, but he was, it was like, he was, uh, he, he, he could have whooped your ass. I mean, easily. And so this guy walks by and he, he sees Ed and he sees our group, uh, you know, all wearing galaxy jerseys and, and our colors and whatnot. And he says, uh. Hey guys, what was a pretty good game today, huh? And Ed, who, if you know him, has no. He
2: said, he said, oh guys, what was the score? Oh, what was you're right. What was the score? I'm like fuck you. You know the score. If you
0: see, you're already getting angry. Yeah, I'm telling a story about you getting mad, and you're getting <laughs> mad. So again, obviously, Ed has something of a temper, um, a little bit. And so the guy walks by, and he's what is he saying? Sorry.
2: He goes, hey guys, what was the what was the score? And
0: Ed looks at him and goes, this might trigger you. I apologize. Cover your children's ears, although they have no business listening to this. Ed goes, why don't you shut your mouth, you fucking retard? And the guy drunk you know, immediately turns to go and get in Ed's face, who, as you would expect, a guy who's a full foot shorter than this dude, Ed would take off running the other direction. Ed hops down off the truck bed and looks up at this guy who looks like Lou Ferrigno, the Lufa Rigno Hulk, which is, you know how he got the name and get, and we're like trying to tear them apart and separate everybody.
2: And then do you remember the guy's little Asian girlfriend? Yeah, I do. Do, do you want to, uh, well, she was like fucking hyping him up too. And then we had our other friend, uh, Natalie, yeah. who, uh, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like one of the nicest Lars women you will ever, ever meet in the meet, world, ever. um, who, you know, now has kids and is married and yeah. slowed down a little bit. Uh, it was one of her away trips, and she hops up like fuming mad right in this broad's face, and is like, "You better back the fuck up, bitch! I'll kick you, I'll kick your fucking ass! You don't know shit! Fuck you!" Like hyped, all because this dude came by talking shit. And but then I remember, like, he broke. Someone broke a window in this guy's car. Like, no, no, no one did. Oh, I'm thinking. Sorry, I'm thinking of a different story. Yeah, okay.
2: no, no, yes. no. This guy obviously they were
0: going to leave his girlfriend because he got in the car he all got heated. Car
2: really heated and it was about to take off and forgot his girlfriend once
0: she was so she gets to a point where she's like baby just get in the car don't worry about this and he's like you know trying to be Captain Big Nuts and like fuck you guys I'll fuck you up and
2: so he ends up getting in his car and starts to drive off and leaves his girlfriend who had been trying to get him out of trouble the whole time all right the, the reason why it's called the Luke Ferrigno story is because I told the dude shut the fuck up Lou Ferrigno ass motherfucker <laughs> Which I'm, I'm, I don't even think he probably got the reference. No. But it's was fine. He was trash. I mean, fine. he didn't
0: get any reference all.
2: But whatsoever. it's fine. And, that you
0: know, sarcasm takes a level of intelligence.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So we have one last thing we want to discuss. And it's a little more of a fun topic that we wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, we were having this, like, debate slash kind of discussion, discussion. on the uh, Lars Hangout. And we came up with the Galaxy Worst Eleven.
0: Of all time.
2: Of all time. So Chris, do you want to run down that list real quick before we head out?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I, am not even sure we can run through it quickly. I I think there are some, still some points worthy of debate here, but, uh, we We can, we can debate on our socials. Sure. And, and we have, uh, at least one open spot that's left Uh, and, and we're going to tweet out a picture of the lineup as best we were able to put it together. We went with a four, three, three so that we could, we could squeeze a couple people in because it was very necessary. Um, On the back line, and I I, I would like some commentary from you, Ed, uh, about some of these picks. Uh, On the back line, to start with in goal, uh, if everyone, if you're not driving, can close your eyes and think of the worst Galaxy goalkeeper in history, I think unanimously we all come to the same conclusion. We've had some great stoppers in history, but one stands out above the rest as the worst Galaxy keeper by far, Edward Rodriguez. One,
2: Carlo
0: Couticini. I've never seen a grown man in any profession, in any sport, look as broken as Carlo Cudicini when he realized physically he couldn't do the job anymore. And, that, and it sucks and it's a shame, but he was, if I recall, he wanted $1 less than what it would have uh, taken to make him a designated player. He cost a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, he uh, cost an international spot we're the galaxy. So if we pay a whole bunch for a player, we're going to find a way to play him, even if it's detrimental to the team. So he cost us way more points than he had any business doing. Um, just, just terrible. I mean, this this
2: is a guy who like came off like a a pretty good pedigree of like teams.
0: Chelsea. Um, he lost his job after the motorcycle accident Tottenham for a bit, I believe. Um, just, just the, the worst, just the worst. Absolutely garbage. Um, Left back. Left back had a little controversy because we almost included Celestine Baballero, if you remember.
2: If you don't know the name is. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. You and like ninety nine percent of the people of
0: Earth. Uh, Celestine Baballero. The only reason he didn't make it is turns out he only played forty five minutes for us in a preseason friendly and then had his contract canceled or he was waived. Um, after signing a three year agreement, he played forty five minutes For the for the club before uh, departing. So we instead of Celestine Barbiero, who still does go down as an honorable mention, uh, our left back is, in my eyes, one of the worst players I've ever seen, or at least one of the least professional people I've ever seen. Eduardo Dominguez. Uh, Do you remember seeing Eduardo Dominguez at uh, the reserve game? I believe in 2007,
2: I'm going to say 2008. No,
0: 2008. Okay. yeah. Do you remember seeing him in that game?
2: Yes, um, this is a man who is now demoted to the second team. You would say
0: he was, yeah. Or well, at, least,
2: at least they wanted him to play some games.
0: They were trying to get him some fitness, so they had yeah. scheduled him for for the second or for the the roster two thousand eight year, correct?
2: And this dude is, I mean, basically playing at a practice field mm-hmm. with a three piece suit on track and field. Yeah, yeah track and field. With three-piece suit, because he wasn't playing, because he knew he wasn't going to play. So
0: he was billed to be at this game, and instead of playing him, presumably because they couldn't make him, sounds familiar, um, he showed up to a reserve match in a three-piece suit and sat on the bench with the rest of the reserve players. Um, the height of garbage.
2: Absolutely. And he
0: played left back and center back, so we're, we're going to go ahead and count him. At, at well he back.
2: didn't play at, I mean at Three all, games I mean at all for us So
0: Three games I remember none of them Yeah uh, Next up we had uh, Abel Xavier His now hair this is one, <laughs> unique yeah. He comes from Mozambique Xavier This one I had a little,
2: I had a little problem with He did have a pretty Damn good year The first year he had a
0: decent first year
2: and the second year just fell off completely.
0: Which is one of the things that's interesting about that is he's be- his name has become a cautionary tale for the older players. One of the – we mentioned it a couple episodes ago. Uh, one of the issues and one of the concerns with Yellow Van Dom was if he would have a Xavier-type year where the first year was great, earns him an extension, earns him uh, – I think we triggered uh, – the triggered. I think we we triggered the uh, one year contract extension on on Xavier, but I mean he was he wasn't even a shell of himself. He was garbage. He was just terrible, 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 terrible um, at, at center back his second season, and most famously, obviously, skying his penalty in the Super League final um, after Chris Klein's uh, miraculous bicycle kick goal.
2: The best. Goal in Galaxy history. Well, sorry. Yeah,
0: I, I can't. It's it was a nice goal.
2: Of non non championship winning goals. If
0: we if we won that game, I think it and it's unfair. I know, but if we win that game, I think it goes down as the best goal in history.
2: Yeah, I would I would, I would I would say it's top five goals in Galaxy history.
0: Number one's got to be Pando. Oh
2: yeah. Number one's got to be. Pando. Well, no, number one's got to be Pesquito. Really, dude.
0: I mean, it's as important, sure, but like Pando score wins the game. From outside the box off the volley, and it was the only goal he scored that year. Like taking all those things into now I'm not disrespecting Pescadito, I'm not dis- disrespecting that goal. Uh it's it's a it's it wasn't really pretty, but there's nowhere else he could he could have put that ball for it to go in, and he did it perfectly. But that that Pando goal is just by far and away. Uh next up is a, a one that's near and dear to me, very, very close to my heart. The worst Galaxy player I've ever seen. Maybe the worst player I've ever seen in my entire life. Center back, Andrew Boyens. Do you have a Boyens memory for me? If not, it's fine.
2: No, absolutely not. I just remember him not being very good at all. I have one. There you go.
0: A ball got cleared from the opposition's uh, back line. It played long ball is MLS. and you know It's an MLS where Andrew Boyens can have a career. And the ball gets cleared up. Boyans runs towards the ball. The ball bounces in front of him because he misjudged it, bounced right over his head onto the running striker who takes the ball and scores a goal. The worst.
2: That sounds about right.
0: The fucking worst. And that's Boyans. We'll leave it there. But he is one of my most hated players. Uh, Ricky Lewis is right back. And I felt bad about it. Ricky Lewis was a Jamesy pick, uh, a friend of ours who I consider to be uh, one of the Lars historians. And, and he very quickly came to Ricky Lewis at at right back. My, my only, the, one of the reasons I didn't want to put Ricky on here was, uh, no. So we do hashtag galaxy birthdays for every player on the, who's ever been even signed for the first team. And for the most part, made an appearance of all the people we've done that for, no one has appreciated it as much as Ricky Lewis. He retweeted it. He favorited it. And then he went into a conversation about his time with the galaxy. His current Twitter profile pic is still him in a galaxy Jersey. Like he is, you know, he was shit, but you know, he likes the team.
2: Yeah, man, you can't, you can't fault a guy who's like that dedicated or loves his memories in time with the galaxy.
0: So moving to the midfield, uh, number one for worst galaxy. And this is in no particular order. Uh, worst galaxy midfielder of all time, Memo Gonzalez.
2: Yeah, if you guys don't remember Memo Gonzalez, don't worry because it was a very short lived career. Um super high potential like was and had had very good skill. Like you you couldn't imagine this kid who was such a shitty shitty worker, had no had absolutely zero and i see zero work rate
0: and that's and that's uh, in a
2: coming from a guy who is you know husky you've been working your ass off lately yeah were I mean, you working but it, i mean it's and it was that's what that's what's disappointing and maddening about this player right is that it was it was all the skill in the world he could have been an amazing player just had no work rate at all Well, you
0: look back to beckham 07 beckham 08 help back in 09 when he was on the team. Um, it's just, you get these guys that they may have bags of ability or, or you know, but they're, they're not all that interested in trying or really pushing themselves. Uh, next up I had oof, a name. I, I, despite my, my dislike for them, I haven't really thought about it in a while. Alex Kazumba.
2: Yeah. See, I'm not, I'm not so hard on Kazumba as a lot of people are. You're wrong. Yeah, I know. Um, he had some skill and brought something to the table with his speed and he wore the number eighty eight, which I mean that's That's like your number. Yeah.
0: I can I can see you getting some so, love for that.
2: That's why I got a, a lot of uh sweet gear at the end of the year when they were doing like the, the team <laughs> sale. Well what I remember
0: mostly about Kazumba was we were playing Chicago um in the year we signed Kazumba came over with Leonardo um
2: and
0: Juninho. Juninho, that was uh, it. and yeah, and Kazumba. Uh and so I'm up in the press box or not the press box sorry I'm up in the um what's it called the It's where the fucking rich people sit up top above uh, the scoreboard. Um that little stadium stadium club. I'm at I'm in the stadium club. I was
2: letting him uh that's Daniel I was going I was getting I, 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 I had here. I was like I'm just going to let him take I knew the, I knew this dick knew it.
0: <laughs> I'm in the stadium club and we're playing Chicago and they're score they're shooting towards the lar section um you know the we're with our the galaxy are shooting on the Southern goal. And I think it was Gordo had the ball and it was Alan Gordon and one other player, probably Landon and Kazumba is wide open, wide open. Landon's got him. Whoever it is, I'm going to say it's Landon was marked. Gordo was, you know, is obviously not the most technical when it comes to holding up the ball, but Kazumba clear as day, could have passed the ball to him, probably had a shot on goal. So looking down from the stadium club, I see Gordo look at Landon, look at Kazumba, who's wide open, and look back at Landon and try to force the ball to Landon Donovan. And that's when I knew it was done.
2: Okay. That does that, that sounds more like a thing for Alan Gordon than it does about Alex Kazumba, though.
0: But I'm not going to say anything bad about Gordo.
2: Okay, then. I, I love Alan All right, Gordon. so let's move on.
0: Yeah, that's, that's obviously Kazumba's fault. Look what he was wearing.
2: Yeah, I understand. Nah, that, that joke's going to get me in trouble.
0: Um, number one. Worst midfielder in history? Probably of all time. If I didn't tell you who it was, who would you guess?
2: Um, It's going to be the Buffalo. It could
0: only be. It could only be. Alvaro Pires, the Buffalo.
2: A- absolutely probably the worst midfielder we've ever had.
0: The Buffalo, known to be a speedy animal, is definitely the nickname you want for your defensive midfielder.
2: Just, I mean, it's, it's the nickname is just in the size and the way the dude looked. It, you know, he I kind of looked like a buffalo.
0: Without even spending too much time on Alvaro Pires because he does not deserve it. Google Alvaro Pires, Go over to images and just take a look, and tell me if that's someone who should be an athlete in any sport that's not named darts or snooker, bowling, Bowl, He's he has a bowling. He has, shape. He has a
2: bowler's body.
0: If you if you if you weren't around for him, A L V A R O. P-I-R-E-S, Alvaro Pires, god-awful.
2: Hands down, the worst.
0: 07 season, I believe. I think it was 07. Um, And in fairness to him, much like the current Jermaine Jones issue, 07 Beckham kind of did whatever the hell he wanted, so it puts him in a rougher spot. Um, Yeah. But, I mean, he was your Jao Pedro before Jao Pedro. He was was the guy. he was,
2: he was. He's way worse. I would want 10 Jao Pedros over an Alvaro Pires again. Yeah.
0: So do you want to give me something for for our number one striker in a four three three, Naldo?
2: Oh God, that guy was the absolute worst, <laughs> and he just he had skill, and you were like, oh, this guy's good.
0: Any second now, this is gonna be it.
2: Yeah, but it never happened. No, it was never meant to. I mean, and he was like, and he was like a weird, like tall, kind of bulky dude, mm-hmm. but had like he had some wheels on him, like he could run. Yeah.
0: Well, but, I mean, I, there's God, a, there was an article.
2: never, I don't know. That guy was frustrating in hell, man. For Brazilian,
0: who, or he was a Brazilian, right? Yeah, he was. Um, you know, you, you would get these guys, I think there was an article saying, you know, Landon's finally got someone to put it on. You know, Kobe's got someone he can, he can pass it to. This is going to be the guy. But we, ha- I mean, there's so many of those stories of, this is the piece. This is the one the one little part that we need. And once this puzzle piece gets put together, everything's going to be straight. And that brings us to my man, Bobby Buddy.
2: Oh, Bobby Buddy.
0: Rob Friend. uh, Saskatoon born, I believe. I know he's Canadian. Uh, Rob Friend brought in for the 20, it had to be 2013 season um, with Samuel at the same time,
2: who's an honorable mention on the uh, worst Galaxy players?
0: Definitely. Oh, Rob Friend brought him for 2014. God, we want a cup of the year. Rob Friend was on the Galaxy, which is crazy. Um, six foot five, Saskatchewan Canadian, Canada men's national team player, U20, U23, and top flight. An astonishing ten appearances for the Galaxy, zero goals. That's definitely what you're looking for. When and you this, bring is, a striker this is a guy was
2: coming over from Germany playing, I think, the second Bundesliga. I'm
0: going to run you through real quick. Uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Hertha, Eintracht Frankfurt, uh, 1860 Munich, LA Galaxy. He, since 2010, including the Galaxy, where it appears he retired shortly thereafter, uh, from 2010 to, to his 2014 season, he scored 13 goals.
2: Yeah, but you know, obviously it was going to be good for us because that's the goal scorer you want to bring in. Well, this just make me mad. Uh, yeah, which isn't the point. The point <laughs> was to laugh at these people who
0: who weren't very good. Um, but it, it can be, you know. But things like look, you look at 2014 and things like Rob Friend that got fixed. Right. They got, and and I, let's look at despite, it like.
2: Despite Rob Friend, we still want a, cup and, and a Part
0: of the issue was we were we were struggling to name players on this list who went on to win an MLS Cup. Andrew Boyans won an MLS Cup. Yeah. Naldo won an MLS Cup. Uh, Perez I mean, did not.
2: <laughs> and the reason why we don't have guys like Pondo on this list is. Is because he won us. He literally won us a copy. He cup. won us a copy. Yeah. So you would never you will never get me to put him on on a worst eleven list.
0: Um so that's that's our good buddy, uh Rob Friend, aka Bobby Buddy. Bobby Buddy, my
2: Bobby last guy.
0: my last forward of the Galaxy starting eleven worst team, Adam Chrisman. His MLS Cup performance in twenty eleven, Ed's laughing. His MLS cup performance in twenty eleven alone. Oh my god. Is that eleven?
2: That, that was that was eleven. I, I was 11.
0: His MLS Cup appearance in in uh, 2011 alone earns him a spot on this list. Go back and watch it, or at least watch the first half highlights. Rob Friend misses or blows whatever phrase you want to use three wide open chances in 27 minutes.
2: You said Rob Friend, but we're talking about Chris or sorry,
0: Chrisman, the Christman. Uh, they're both terrible. Adam Chrisman. Blows three wide-open chances in 27 minutes before getting yanked. Chad Barrett, who oh des- deserved to start, uh, got hurt the weekend before. I guess I should have double-checked to make sure this was 2011 and not 2012. Um, but uh, Chad Barrett gets hurt, I think, like a week or so before before the game. And, and there you go. Adam Christman's in the final. Uh, and there was a cross from Beckham, I believe. Uh, with a wide open, wide open net, Chrisman skies it. Uh, he gets a shot one on one with a keeper, knocks it into the keeper. Like he's just, it's just calamity, and it's MLS Cup, so it makes it harder because your your you know emotions are high. Yeah, and, you're nervous. And you're adrenaline. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he's and you're just watching him and
2: fail and, after fail after
0: fail. Any sports fan will tell you, you know, if you miss these chances, that was it eventually you're going to get bit like eventually they're going to score and you're going to be screwed. And so you're seeing this, this professional just throw away goal after goal after goal. that I mean, could have cleared our conscience and, 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 you know,
2: in half an hour, we, we could have been we could have been three nil up in part, riding yeah. easily in, in half an hour. But
0: instead, we were stressed because 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 Adam Crisman is Thursday terrible, is uh,
2: terrible.
0: Uh, although awesome Adam Christman side fact. Do you remember when he trended number one in the world because he scored against Real Madrid? <laughs> yeah.
2: they were like, who the hell is this Adam Christman?
0: Who is this? Who is this world beater? Adam Christman? Yeah, apparently uh, uh, destroying the uh, destroying the soccer landscape. Right. Um. Do you want to give them your the bench eleven, or do you want to? So we got we got close to finishing the bench eleven, and we'll leave the last two spots open. Um, and you know, you guys tweet us or email us and let us know what you think. Who deserves to be on the bench for the worst eleven Galaxy players in history? Uh, going or, th-
2: or if you want to argue with us on the on the bet on the best worst eleven? Yeah,
0: I can tell you to go fuck yourself. And
2: <laughs> uh, you, can, you can you can hit us up there on the, on the social medias.
0: So for our two strikers for the worst eleven of all time, I added Carlos Pavon. Mind you, we took into account uh, salary, games played, uh, the teams that they played with, which is the reason someone like Joe Cannon's not on the list, because he played with an awful back line. Um, uh, Carlos Pavone played with some talent and scored three goals, was a a big hyped player and scored three goals. And they all came from Beckham assists
2: and two games
0: and two of the goals came against that new against New York in that 5 oh,
2: yeah. 4 crazy game. Yeah classic MLS game.
0: Um so Carlos Pavon makes a list. Juan Pablo on makes a list. Unfortunately I felt bad about putting JPA
2: on. Nah you shouldn't have.
0: But I, I feel bad for putting him on because Juan Pablo on took the bullet the ultimate bullet as a sign is I don't a know des- how
2: much of a choice he had though but yes yeah, go well,
0: on. Sign is a designated player uh, you know, if you if you want to give him some grief, it should be for the fact that the galaxy did not want to sign him as a designated player, and he held he held in for it because he knew they wanted him. He he made the move that was best for him. But when it wasn't working out, and I think it was 22 appearances, he scored three goals. He got his first against RSL when most of the team uh, was broken up for international duty. Uh, it just it never quite worked out. Angel took the trade, went over to Chivas USA, opens up the roster spot, and we sign one Robert Keene. Um, so I I I lament putting him on there. I don't think he deserves it just because he took a, a very important bullet for us. But well, 22, I mean, 22 appearances, three goals. I
2: guess thank you for being so shitty when you joined us because we got the greatest player that ever played in MLS, ever. Robert Keen. And
0: Lord forbid someone else grabbed him. Lord forbid he went to like New York. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that goes to Juan Pablo Angel and Carlos Pavon for uh, our first two spots on the bench. Uh, after that, we we started working on, we went to the backup keeper, which a guy whose tenure was so um, difficult that it it managed to knock Steve Cronin and Josh Wicks off. Uh, backup goalie, Dan Kennedy.
2: You got to put him in there for for hype, for money. Uh, for what he was supposed to come and bring the team the stability in the back in the, as a keeper um, and lived up to absolutely zero of what he was supposed to bring. In fact, you know, holding out whatever's going on at the beginning of this year, holding out and not wanting to retire and then the Galaxy kind of having to uh, sweeten the pot and make sure that he uh, got paid for what he was doing. So, I think definitely you put, uh, I think you definitely put Dan Kennedy as not the worst keeper in Galaxy history, but definitely as that uh, that bench, uh, worst keeper,
0: and the the hype that he brought, the the notoriety and the the you know what we were all kind of hoping he would accomplish, really puts him above Steve Cronin, or Wicks, both of which who were some of the worst fucking footballers I've ever seen. Period. But what did you expect out of Cronin, really? What did you expect out of Wicks, really? You know, and they and, and taking into account the lineups that they had, they were both being. The, the defensive core in front of them were, you know, Celestine Baballero type. It's unfair to expect the same out of them as they expect out of Dan Kennedy when, if you listen to the front office, we were expecting to win an MLS Cup that year. You know, we were expecting to push for an MLS Cup. Um, so it's a shame, but, you know, and then Kennedy, as we were talking about earlier, he played for Chivas. So you got to be pretty damn good to wipe that off of you before you can start your regular Galaxy career.
2: By the way, Josh Wicks, who just got promoted with uh, his Swedish team to the first division.
0: Congratulations. (laughs) I I can only hope he hasn't choked any of his teammates out. Uh, What team is he at? Can you pronounce it?
2: It's IK Sirius Football.
0: Is that spelled like Sirius Black from Harry Potter?
2: Yeah. S-I-R-I-U-S.
0: That might be my new favorite team.
2: Right on. I
0: do love me some Sirius Black. Next up, we went to the defense with David Jr. Lopes. Lopez? Lopes? Um, yeah. Again, another Chivas product uh that we traded. Do you remember who we traded for him? Uh no idea. Paolo Cardoza. Oh
2: yeah, a little Paulo Cardoza. Little Paolo
0: Cardoza. Yeah. We sent the other way for for David Jr. Lopes. Another Chivas USA cast off. He was Leonardo before Leonardo. Uh we, oh,
2: I would I would again take ten Leonardo's over
0: David 10, Lopez. I yeah, I would take ten Leonardo's. I would start Leonardo in every game for the next 10 years over ever seeing uh David Junior Lopes.
2: Ever again. in a Galaxy
0: jersey yep. but another case of you need to perform out of your Chivas history which he never did nope. and then you need to be good enough for the Galaxy yeah and, that never and, happened at all ever ever wasn't going to happen wasn't capable of happening uh, he and Andrew Boyens on a back line
2: yeah that was <laughs> not good
0: and so remember, we had three open spots and I, I went I went ahead and um, I made an executive decision here Ed
2: okay lay it on me
0: I filled it with a personal choice um, going through our bench, we needed a midfielder. And you know, the Galaxy's uh, pension for defensive midfielders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had some some guys who've accomplished some things, and, and it, it probably means they don't deserve necessarily to be on the first team for all time Galaxy Worst 11. So, uh, as our center back option or our, our center midfield option uh, on the bench for the worst Galaxy 11. Um, I'm gonna try to pronounce this. If you give me some some leeway, uh, Panayotis, Alexu, <laughs> Oh,
2: Okay, Pete. He chose Pete as uh, one of the worst. I made him the f-
0: I made him the fourth worst. I think that's a great way to to, okay. to parse that. Uh, if we can forget his his current setup, uh, yeah, he was on championship winning team. We also got noticeably better once he left in oh nine, which we end up going on to an MLS Cup. He stayed three years longer than he had any business doing. Uh if it wasn't for Bruce's penchant of keeping players close to him that he trusted, uh Pete probably would have been gone. Um you know, you can't James E told a story today about a four two break where I mean four two, there's no way you shouldn't be able to score. Um and the ball gets to Pete and he stops and passes it sideways.
2: Um, back, in fact, actually. back. Yeah, it's <laughs> which it, is why uh, Pete has a nickname, pass back Pete.
0: Any, you know, you could be an MLS regular if all you do is take the ball and pass backwards. Yeah, and zero creativity. Um, uh, you know, not what he's currently doing to this team, withstanding uh, uh, zero creativity. He would play the ball safe rather than try to attack, rather than try to score. He would stunt attacks. Um, deserves his place on the bench, uh, for the worst eleven. Not necessarily a starter. He did captain us to a championship, but got to be up there with one of our worst captains in history. So we have we have two more open spots: uh, a midfielder, let's say, uh, probably two midfielders, and a, and a pick a forward. Ah, pick whoever you want. Two open spots. Uh, send us a, a tweet at Riot Squadcast um, and let us know who you think it should be.
2: Yeah, most definitely, dude. Um, so you can find us like Chris at at Riot Squadcast on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Riot Squadcast. Please go like our page. Um, And every time you see us post, we'd love it if you guys would like and share it. And you guys can send us an email if you want. uh, RiotSquadcast at gmail.com. You can find me, my personal Twitter and Instagram at TheZombie13.
0: You can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram at 0cool138.
2: And Chris, if they wanted to call us and leave a voicemail, what would that number be? Oh,
0: geez. Uh, 562-641-5277. That's 562-641-LARS.
2: Yeah, anytime you guys want to call us after a game, you guys want to, uh, you know, give us a comment on what happened, if you have a question anything, leave us a voicemail. Uh, We haven't been playing our voicemails the last two weeks, but, you know, we've kind of been busy with the... talking about stuff
0: so also you can add me on psn uh the playstation network at zero cool one three eight i got some i had some fifa invitations this week
2: oh damn yeah what's mine zombino 13 think it's zombino 13 yeah z-o-m-b-i-h-n-o 13 or n h. you can
0: tell he's been ducking me on the network
2: i haven't been i've been i've been on my place <laughs>
0: all right let's go out here buddy
2: all right brother well i'll talk to you next week nice seeing you again as always
1: bye <laughs> Now it's time for me to go the autumn